Hello and welcome to episode two of Design Your Legacy. I'm Rosanna, your host and founder of Rosanna Croft Jewelry. I've created this podcast to have conversations with inspiring women to talk about legacy, life and jewelry. Today's guest is Poppy Delbridge, described by Glamour magazine as one of television's most powerful women throughout her career in TV. She's now a creative businesswoman, success coach and EFT practitioner changing women's lives all around the world with her energy work and coaching skills. I hope that you take a lot of value from her wise words. Hi, Poppy. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I've obviously known you for a few months now, and I think everything that I see of you, you're so active on social media every day. And I think the message that you give to women who follow you is really inspiring. So I'm really grateful that you are on my podcast and have agreed to have a chat with me. So I wondered if you could just tell our listeners what your current role is in life, in your career, and why you do it, why it's important to you. Hello. <laughs> hey, on here. It's nice to have a chat with you here. Yeah, so, you know, my role, I guess, I have many roles, as many women do, many people do. So I'm a mother to a 16-year-old, which often shocks people, single mum. And I also own two businesses. So one is a self-development and sort of elevation house for primarily women who are in at the top of their careers or climbing up the ladder or entrepreneurs too, having their own businesses and often people that are in the public eye and how I can support them. And that kind of links to my other business, which is a television company. That was my career about, I think it's nearer to 20 years now. Crazy. That I was in TV before in development, coming up with ideas, creativity, and pitching and all of that and making TV programs. So yeah, it's great. And I mean, obviously, my other job is I'm, I'm, a, I'm a coach, mainly specializing in mindset and business strategy. And also the kind of more spiritual teaching side of manifestation and how we apply that to all of our smarts to get results. So you obviously started out in TV and has the mindset side of your business grown from that? I think it's, from what I know of you, it's always been a part of your life, but that came after the TV. Can you just kind of give like a brief Mm. history of how you got here? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So mindset's always been a, yeah, a really big part of my life. And I've kind of noticed the power of the mind and also paying attention to our feelings from quite a young age. And that comes from quite first-hand experience, really, of growing up where basically my, my dad had a very advanced form of cancer very, very young in his, well, I think 30 is when they discovered it which was a heart attack, but it turned out it was a huge tumour. And they gave him 10 days to live, sort out all your stuff. And they were entrepreneurial. My parents had their own house and they were like, I think they were like 24, but the trends. I'm from Cornwall. So they, you know, they really made it work for them. But I do think in a way, my dad said it was a blessing to them that he got it because what happened was he completely for some reason, which I now know to be the power of mindset, willpower, faith, manifesting, he managed to completely stay alive, thrive from marathons, 
and was the happiest guy you'd ever meet, you know, for 15 years. So this is not just like a small thing. So I kind of thought, wow, if you can do this with something as huge as that, then there are miracles to be had from the way that we feel about ourselves and what is possible to have in our lives. So it kind of grew from there. And then at the end of the day, it got to a pivotal part of my career and I was offered like a, a more of a promotion. I was working at Warner Brothers at the time and um, I just knew it was time to resign and to get the message out about this. So it really comes from a place of passion and purpose with me. And I want as many people as possible to know that there are more possibilities in life. You say that you knew it was time to resign. How did you know? What was it? Was it a feeling in your body? Was it a sign? How did you know? (laughs) Yeah, well, I call these the nudges and the whispers. And Oprah says, catch the whispers. You know, catch them when they're that. Love that because we all get those, right? We get that little nudge. And I I think you feel it, you hear it. If you're in touch with your intuition and you work that like a muscle, you start to trust it. You realize that it can hold you in a way that logic can't. So although in a way it didn't make much sense because I had a good job, good salary, lots of outgoings, a son. Hmm. Um, Great job. You know, I loved it. Brilliant job in telly. But the nudges got louder than anything else. And it became a point of when that tips over from maybe to frustration, then you know that you've probably waited a bit long and you you do need to start before you're ready in life and take the leaps. Yes, start before you're ready. That's uh, (laughs) something I'm very good at. I think a lot of people can learn from that. It's what do they say? Something about jumping off a cliff and building a plane on the way down or something. (laughs) Um, I know a lot of people that live like that. So you say that knowing that you just knew that you had to resign and start your start a new chapter in your life and your career. Have there been any other significant moments that kind of have led to where you are today? I know that your mindset and coaching business House of Poss- well, House of Possibilities is going through a has just been through a bit of a rebrand yeah. and, and, and stuff. So what other pivotal moments have you experienced? Yeah. Oh, so many, so many. (laughs) It's an interesting one because I realized that what actually was a massive one for me was when I was in my late 20s. Now, bear in mind that in my late 20s, I had been married for 10 years and had a seven-year-old and my job and the house and all all of that. And it kind of fell apart, the whole thing. And what happened was a really significant moment, actually. don't know that that many people know this, but around that time, I actually woke up with this bizarre eye infection and it took over my whole face. My my skin came away and I couldn't see and it got worse and worse. And it ended up being that for about a month, I had to sort of just sit in a dark room hoping things were going to be okay, feeling rubbish about actually the situation I was in. I was looking around at my reality of my marriage, which wasn't working for me, but I had just carried on. And I had the job, I had the success, I had all of that. And 
I was like, no, something is wrong. And what I could only do at that point, because it was quite serious at the time, I didn't really know what it was, having brain scans and stuff, was listen to audiobooks. Mm. So being a bit of a personal development junkie, spiritual development junkie, that was my opportunity to reconnect with the, with the younger part of me mm. that had post-it notes up on walls and little mottos up and affirmations and all of this. And I think it led me down a very wonderful and weird rabbit hole of how I could change my thoughts, change my feelings, look at my mindset again and change my life. And I did. And I actually woke up one day and it had completely gone. The whole eye thing was just gone. I entered a new chapter. And very soon after that, when I really got into this new way of living, which now I, you know, is a massive part of house mm. possibility, combined that with my career, everything went completely up, different, change, you know, change, 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 you know, things move. <laughs> but that got me to certainly where I am now. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. Amazing. So throughout your life and your career, and it's obviously, I think, just following you on social media alone, never mind knowing you, I think you can tell that you live a very meaningful life. So for me, I think we all have a legacy. We all leave a legacy, whether we realize it or not. And it can be anything. But I think that we have the power to choose our legacy. So my question to you is, what does legacy mean to you? And, you know, what what does it mean? Yeah, legacy for me is bigger than me. You know, it's powerful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's channeling a piece of you that is nothing to do with us, but is everything to do with what our purpose is here. Mm -hmm. And finding that and living that not always easy but it is simpler than we think and so legacy for me is bigger than me that's pretty I think your meaning of legacy is pretty powerful and legacy can quite often be a subconscious thing and I don't think it's something that people actually think about on a day-to-day basis unless yeah. you really have found that passion and I feel a lot of people kind of view people who have found their passion as very lucky so it's not it's a we don't just know these things and it really does take a lot of time to sit and think about them. So, I mean, I think you've probably already answered this, but what do you want your legacy to be and and how do you intend on leaving it? I mean, I think you're doing it on a daily basis, but in a couple of sentences, what do you want your legacy to be? (laughs) Legacy. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's changing lives at their very core and you know, there's a reason why I called my company House of Possibility. And it's because we stay in that little one room, you know, and we don't realize that there's so much more other rooms and there's so much more we can build upon. And I think, you know, and I say this a lot, if you can affect, make people feel or enhance or elevate someone's frequency, someone's energy, someone's way of feeling about themselves and the world, even just one person with how you act or what you do, then that is legacy. Times a thousand. So yeah. I can do it, you know, and it's yeah. then a ripple effect. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. If you can just help one person and then they can help one person. And I think this is why it's so important to be positive and to 
be nice. Never mind. You know, we don't always have to be inspiring powerhouses all the time, but just smiling at somebody can really help make a difference. But And I think the name House of Possibility, it just automatically gives somebody that, oh, wow, yeah, okay, there are possibilities available to me. And if you do sit down and think about it, like everywhere, everywhere you look and everything that you see can be turned into a possibility, which I think has become in the last, and now I promised myself I wouldn't talk about the last six months, but I think Mm. that in the last few months that a lot of people have come to sit down and think, okay, well, what do I want to do? And this is where the possibilities come in, isn't it? It's a really difficult time for the whole entire world, but I've seen so many people be inspired by people who are doing what they want to do and take that in their stride and pivot. Yeah, totally. Pivot into power. (laughs) (laughs) So on a personal level, for me, I believe that we carry our legacy in our jewellery in our Mm. image and kind of how people will remember us on a personal level. So family members and close friends. And even if we are public figures, people who see us in the media, we will always be remembered by our jewellery. And what has just come into my head is Pat Butcher from EastEnders and her earrings. And that... (laughs) Is that because you're talking to me? (laughs) No, no, it's not. But I think that... But you you do love a big earring, but no, no. But that's what's just coming to my head when I think people will remember the will remember what we look like. So I think that jewelry is extremely special, and I th- and I mean I focus on jewelry redesign and and redesigning heirlooms that have been inherited, and and they already tell somebody else's legacy, and we spin that into part of our legacy, and that's how we remember people, but. Is there any jewellery that you own that has got special memories for you and that tells either a part of your story or somebody else's story? And it could have played a part in how you got to where you are today. I would say what comes to my mind is a necklace that I've got. She's a gold necklace. She's quite thick. And uh, I don't know the technical language, I'm afraid. <laughs> so okay. around like a twisted thing. And my mum gave me that and my dad gave that to her. And every time I wear it, I just think, wow, the love that they had. They were together really young and, you know, had their businesses together. And, you know, my mum was just like the rock to my dad and they were just like the best. And so every time I wear that, I'm kind of like, oh, you know, that power. And actually that feminine power of my mum being like that most amazing woman that she was going through all that for a long time was just amazing. And it makes me feel just really connected, which I, you know, which I love what you do because it's kind of like, they are the reminders, they are the totems, they are the anchor points Mm -hmm. for people as well to remember a feeling or a person or a connection. And that is, that's gold, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. In more way than one. Yeah. yeah. And I think that this is why jewellery is so special because to be able to put on a necklace and feel that connection is pretty magical um similarly similarly um <laughs> wear a bangle that my mum gave me and my my dad made, gave her I mean they're divorced now but my dad gave her and my uncle actually made it so it's that and I mm. and I just it is I wear it because I feel connection to my family and I think well especially when we're so disconnected it's nice yeah. to feel it's really nice to feel that and remember that 
there is love all around us, which is nice. And I'm getting a bit soppy now, so I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to move away <laughs> move away from that. A little birdie told me as well that you would love to own one of the Cartier Love bracelets. The the bangles, they're beautiful, aren't they? I heard. I'm obsessed with them. Cartier Love is firmly on my manifestation list. (laughs) They're definitely an aspirational piece of jewellery. I don't only wear my own jewellery. I love to wear (laughs) jewellery made by other people and Cartier are a, are, are a brand and a, a company that have really inspired me. If you fancied some light reading, and I say some light reading, the great granddaughter of Jacques Cartier has recently yeah. written a book about their um, legacy. Um, and that's a fantastic. It was released last November and is an absolutely fantastic, mm. fantastic book, book if you want some yeah. light reading. But anyway, lastly, speaking of legacy and living a meaningful life and leaving your own legacy and thinking about how you can leave a legacy what advice would you give to women who are listening to this podcast who are maybe a bit stuck and don't really know which direction they're going in and if they can connect to that passion and that legacy what advice would you give them yeah I would say you know don't just sit in your head with it because it needs to move to the heart Mm. and it's not really about thinking your way out it's actually about feeling your way out and that's why I'll do what I do so that we can help find new perspectives and encourage I would encourage everyone not to lose sight of their imagination and their dreams because everything proven was once imagination and that is a beautiful quote from William Blake that everything proven around us in reality once came from imagination so never lose that and never think your dreams are ridiculous just because that doesn't conform with the educational system and the way that we've been brought up, perhaps, because it's real. And when you tap into that and when you formalize that and start applying that with all your strategy, then magnificent things happen. Absolutely. And I think, again, really powerful. When I take that and look at kind of where I started and I mean, I started very naively with a business at 24 and now I'm five years on. And if you'd have told me that I'd be where I am today, I would have probably laughed at you and then gone, <laughs> and, then gone and ordered another pack. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't be listening. Um, but yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And it's very, very important to keep an eye on moving forward. And also I think it's the feeling. So often we run away from our feelings. I know that I... I do, yeah. but but this is why I'm going to plug Poppy's um, Rapid Tapping Club now. Every morning, kind of connecting with how I feel and is really, really valuable. And I can see massive changes in how I go about my day and think you think much bigger when you can really connect with your feeling and with yourself. So I think yeah. that's really valuable advice. Thank you. Thank you. So... Have you got anything else to add about like leaving a legacy and living a meaningful life or shall we wrap it up there? Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, just do it. Take the first step. Take the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you very much, Poppy. And you can head over and follow Poppy's social media on Instagram. It's just Poppy Delbridge at Poppy Delbridge. 
Galbridge and House of Possibilities. House of Possibility, yeah. Pol- so they- Possibility, yeah, yeah, fabulous. And I will put the links in the show notes so, so that everybody can go over and follow her and see what she's doing on a daily basis. I mean, I go through Instagram just to watch Poppy's stories because she leads a very interesting life and has the cutest <laughs> puppy. <laughs> So yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Poppy. Really appreciate it. And I just know that you will have inspired everybody listening to this to really tap into their purpose and their legacy. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I met Poppy a few months ago. And ever since, I've been truly inspired by the work that she's doing and the work I'm privileged to do with her. This was a really enjoyable conversation for me. I do agree that legacy can be bigger than ourselves, but by looking for and finding our purpose in life, we have the power to choose our legacy. I hope you take Poppy's advice on board to keep your imagination alive and never think your dreams are ridiculous. Because as William Blake once said, what is now proved was once only imagined. Connection is one of the most powerful feelings we get from jewellery, as Poppy confirmed with a necklace that once belonged to her mum. And I think this is one of the biggest reasons jewellery becomes such a huge part of our legacy. You can follow Poppy and House of Possibility on Instagram through the links in the show notes. And if you'd like to build connection or learn about the legacy you carry on your jewellery, then please contact me or download my brochure on jewellery redesign. I hope that you've loved this episode as much as I have. Keep dreaming and watch magical things happen.